Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. This is Harriet, and I will be your reader today. And today we have Monday, the 16th of October, or the first of Cheshvan on the Hebrew calendar. We have Rosh Chodesh, or the new moon, or the new month, day two. And we are still in the parasha this week called Noach or Noah. And the reading from the Torah will be Genesis or Bereshit chapter 7, verse 1 through verse 16. Before we start reading the scriptures, please join me in blessing the Lord and thanking him for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. So now let's go to Genesis chapter 7. Then the Lord said to Noah, Come, you and all your household, into the ark, for you only do I perceive as righteous before men in this generation. Of every clean animal you shall take with you seven of each kind, male and female, and of the animals which, which themselves are not clean, two, male and female, also of the flying creatures of the sky, seven of every kind, male and female, to keep offspring alive on the face of the whole land. For in seven more days I am going to make it rain upon the land, forty days and forty nights, and I will wipe out all existence that I made from the face of the ground. So Noah did all just as the Lord commanded him. Now Noah was six hundred years old when the flood came, water upon the land. So Noah, his sons, his wife, and his sons' wives, entered the ark because of the flood waters. Of the clean animals and unclean animals, the flying creatures, and everything that crawls on the ground, two by two they came to Noah into the ark, male and female, just as God commanded Noah. After the seven days, the flood waters were upon the land. In the 600th year of Noah's life, in the second month, on the 17th day of the month, on this day, 
All the water sources of the great deep burst open, and the windows of the sky were opened. Then there was rain upon the land, forty days and forty nights. On that same day, Noah, along with Noah's sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, Noah's wife and the three wives of Noah's sons with them, entered the ark. They and every animal according to its kind, and all the livestock according to its kind, and every crawling creature that crawls on the land according to its kind, and every flying creature according to its kind, every bird, every winged creature. So to Noah and into the ark they went by twos, all flesh in which was the spirit of life. Those that came, male and female of all flesh, came just as God commanded him. Then the Lord shut him in. That was Genesis or Bereshit, chapter 7, verses 1 through 16. Now, because of the Rosh Chodesh, or New Month, we will also have a special reading from Numbers, chapter 28, verse 11, through verse 15. On the first of the month, you are to present to the Lord a burnt offering of two young bulls, one ram and seven flawless male lambs a year old, with three-tenths of an ephah of fine flour, mixed with oil as a grain offering with each bull, and two-tenths of an ephah of fine flour, mixed with oil as a grain offering with the ram, and with each lamb a tenth of an ephah of fine flour, mixed with oil, for a grain offering, a burnt offering as a pleasing aroma, an offering by fire to the Lord. Their drink offerings shall be per bull, half a hin of wine, a third of a hin of wine per ram, and a fourth of a hin per lamb. This will be the monthly burnt offering at each new moon throughout the year. Also, one male goat as a sin offering to the Lord, beside the regular burnt offerings, is to be offered with its drink offering. That was Numbers or Bamidbar 28, 11 through 15. Now we have come to our portion of the prophets, and we will read Joshua or Yerushua chapter 9. Now, when all the kings who were west of the Yarden, in the hill country, in the lowland and along the shore of the great sea, to the vicinity of Lebanon, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites, heard about it, they gathered themselves together as a unified alliance to fight against Yehoshua and Israel. But when the inhabitants of Gibeon heard what Yeshua had done to Jericho and Ai, they acted craftily. They went and traveled as ambassadors, took worn-out sacks for their donkeys and worn-out wineskins, cracked and patched up, along with worn-out patched-up sandals on their feet and worn-out clothes on them. All the bread of their provision was dry and had become crumbly. 
Then they went to Yehoshua in the camp at Gilgal and said to him and to the men of Israel, We have come from a far country, so now make a treaty covenant with us. Then the men of Israel said to the Hivites, Perhaps you are living among us, how then should we make a covenant with you? But they said to Yehoshua, We are your servants. Then Yehoshua asked them, Who are you? Where do you come from? So they replied to him, Your servants have come from a very distant country because of the name of the Lord your God. For we have heard the report of him and all that he did in Mitzrayim and all that he did to the two kings of the Amorites who were beyond the Yarden, to King Sihon of Heshbon and to King Og of Bashan who was at Ashtaroth. So our elders and all the inhabitants of our country spoke to us, saying, Take provisions in your hand for the journey. Go to meet them and say to them, We will be your subjects, so now make a treaty, covenant with us. This is our bread, which was hot when we took it for our provision from our homes on the day we left to come to you. But now behold, now it is dry and crumbly. And his wineskins, which we were new when we filled them, but now see, they are cracked. Also these our garments and our sandals are worn out because of that very long journey. So the men of Israel took some of their provisions and did not seek counsel from the Lord's mouth. So Yeshua made peace with them and cut a covenant with them to let them live. And the leaders of the community swore to them. But it came about at the end of three days after they had cut a covenant with them, they heard that they were their neighbors and were living among them. So Bnei Israel journeyed and came to the cities on the third day. Now their cities were Gibeon, Cherifa, Beirot, and Kirat Yerim. But Bnei Israel did not strike them, because the leaders of the community had sworn to them by the Lord, God of Israel. Then the entire community murmured against the leaders, but all the leaders answered the entire community, We have sworn to them by the Lord, God of Israel, so we cannot touch them now. This is what we will do to them. We will let them live lest wrath be upon us because of the oath which we swore to them. Yes, let them live, the leader said further, but let them chop wood and draw water for the entire community. So the leaders decreed concerning them. Then Yoshua summoned them and he spoke to them, saying, Why have you deceived us, saying, We are very far from you when you are living among us? Now therefore you are cursed, and you will never cease to be servants, woodchoppers, and water carriers for the house of my God. So they answered Yeshua and said, It was because your servants were clearly told that the Lord your God had commanded his servant Moshe to give you all the land and to destroy all the inhabitants of the land before you. So we were very afraid for our lives because of you, and so we did this. 
Now behold, we are in your hand. Whatever seemed good and right in your eyes to do to us, do. Thus he did to them, delivering them from the hand of Bnei Israel, so they did not slay them. On that day, Yeshua made them wood choppers and water carriers for the community and for the altar of the Lord in the place which he would choose. So it is to this day. That was Joshua chapter 9. And now we have our portion from the writings and we will read Psalm let me see here in one second. We will read Psalm 9. For the music director, to the tune of The Death of the Sun, a Psalm of David. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart. I will tell about all your wonders. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing praise to your name, Elion. When my enemies turn back, they stumble and perish before you. For you upheld my right and my cause. You sat upon the throne, judging righteously. You rebuked the nations. You destroyed the wicked, blotting out their name forever and ever. The enemy is finished, in ruins forever. You overturned their cities. Even the memory of them has perished. But the Lord reigns forever. He established his throne for judgment. He judges the world in righteousness and governs the peoples justly. The Lord is a stronghold for the oppressed, a high tower in times of trouble. Those who know your name trust you, for you, Lord, never have forsaken those who seek you. Sing praises to the Lord who dwells in Zion. Declare his deeds among the peoples. He who avenges blood remembers. He will not forget the cry of the afflicted. Be compassionate to me, Lord. See my affliction from those hating me. Lift me up from the gates of death. Then I will tell all your praises in the gates of the daughter of Zion, rejoicing in your salvation. The nations sank into the pit they made. The net they hid caught their own foot. The Lord is known for executing judgment. The wicked one is trapped in the work of his own hands, Silla. The wicked will turn to Sheol, as with all the nations that forget God. For the needy will not forever be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor perish forever. Arise, Lord, do not let man triumph. Let the nations be judged before you. Strike them with terror, Lord. Let the nations know they are only human. Selah. That was Psalm or Telim 9. Now our final scripture reading for today, the final portion from the Apostolic Writings, will be from Matthew or Matityahu, chapter 7. Stop judging so that you may not be judged. For with the judgment you judge, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but do not notice the beam in your own eye? 
Or how will you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, and look, the beam is in your own eye. Hypocrite, first take the beam out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. Do not give what is holy to dogs, or throw your pearls before pigs. Otherwise they will trample them under their feet, then turn and rip you to shreds. Ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened to you. For every one who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks it shall be opened. For what man among you, when his son asks him for bread, will give him a stone? Or when he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good things to those who ask him? So in all things, do to others what you would want them to do to you. For this is the Torah and prophets. Enter through the narrow gate, for the gate is wide, and the way is broad that leads to destruction, and those who enter through it are many. How narrow is the gate, and difficult the way that leads to life, and those who find it are few. Watch out for false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. You will recognize them by their fruit. Grapes are not gathered from thorn bushes or figs from thistles, are they? Even so, every good tree produces good fruit, but the rotten tree produces bad fruit. A good tree cannot produce bad fruit, nor can a rotten tree produce good fruit. Every tree that does not produce good fruit is chopped down and thrown into the fire. So then, you will recognize them by their fruit. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, didn't we prophesy in your name and drive out demons in your name and perform many miracles in your name? Then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Get away from me, you workers of lawlessness. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and yet it did not fall, for its foundation had been built on the rock. Everyone who hears these words of mine and does not act on them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. Now when Yeshua had finished these words, the crowds were astounded at his teaching, for he was teaching them as one having authority, and not as their Torah scholars. 
That was Matthew or Matityahu chapter 7. And that finishes our reading of scriptures for today. However, if you are reading through the apostolic writings twice this year, you would also read 1 Peter chapter 3. 1 Peter chapter 3 today. This has been Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Thank you also today for praying for our country, for our soldiers, for all the mourning civilians, all the suffering civilians, for all the children. It is amazing how I can see how the scripture portions for each day always has something to tell us about the situation that can minister to us. Today it was the psalm that really prescribed described the situation, I believe. So, for now, Shalom from us here in Israel, from me, until next time. Thank you.